What's going on? What's going on, everybody? It is the only sports podcast. I'm Will. Casino will be over here uh, in a couple of minutes. I just wanted to start without him uh, to get the ball rolling. It is the only sports podcast, Super Bowl Spectacular, where we are talking all things Super Bowl. We are recording this Friday afternoon, so we are about 48 hours away from, or I guess 72 hours away from the Super Bowl between the 12, they finished the regular season, 12 and 5 San Francisco 49ers and the 11 and 6 Kansas City Chiefs. Obviously, the 49ers beat the Packers and then the Lions to get here. The Chiefs beat the Bills, the Ravens, and then the Dolphins to get here. So uh, when Casino gets on here, we are going to both predict not only who wins, but what the final score will be. And then we're also going to do uh, just my favorite thing about the Super Bowl is all the crazy, you know, props you can do and just all the random stuff you can bet on. So me and Casino are going to do those and then try to build our five uh, picks we will do for like a parlay card. Right. If we're really confident of what the Gatorade color is, then that will be one of the five things we bet. But uh, let's first talk about the game itself before we get into the nitty gritty of, you know, what is going to be happening with the special bet. So we have the 49ers, you know, if you've listened to this podcast or any of the clips before, I'm a numbers guy. So The numbers for this are the San Francisco 49ers, second in the league in total offense, eighth in total defense, fourth in passing, third in rushing. The offense of the Chiefs is ninth in total offense, second in total defense, sixth in total uh, passing, and 19th in total rushing. So right here you have the number two defense going against the number two offense. You obviously have the high-powered offense of the 49ers with McCaffrey, with Kittle, with Bill Samuel, with Ayuk, with Juiceneck, with, I don't even think I'm saying his name right, but then you have uh, Purdy, and then on the other side with the Chiefs, you have Kelsey, you have Rice, you have Mahomes, you have a much better, if we're just going to go break this down position by position, right? So obviously quarterback, Uh, It's no question, right? Me and Casino, both on this podcast, have defended Purdy, but we'll defend him as a good quarterback better than I feel like he is portrayed as in the media. But Mahomes is clearly right now, and maybe by the time he retires, the best quarterback of all time. But right now, he's the best quarterback in the league. Uh, So that one isn't even close. I feel the same way about... Uh, but again, the 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 it's not like we're watching, you know, Patrick Mahomes and a third string guy on the Panthers, right? I still think Brock Purdy is is this season and has the potential to stay a top ten quarterback in the league, right? Top five might be pushing it, maybe top seven is his ceiling, but still a top ten quarterback in this league right with what we've seen with the offense with the coaching all that kind of stuff uh so the gap's not insane because obviously Mahomes is one Purdy probably at the moment would be 10 11 range so yeah it's not a huge gap uh next up with running backs we're going to obviously pick McCaffrey over uh Pacheco but on this one I feel like the gap is wider than it is with Purdy Mahomes but that doesn't, that's not an insult to Pacheco. I just think McCaffrey is a game changer, right? And he does so many things that other running backs can't do because you see McCaffrey play, he's as good of a receiver and an out of the backfield uh, pass option as he is a runner, right? And that's very rare because usually you have, you know, guys who are one or the other or all this kind of stuff. So next oh, and I think casino is joining us. Perfect timing casino. He's being added to the stage and he's got a baby. I got a new, new background. 
what's going on casino how's it going look at my new house i just bought i love it that's not gonna yeah. mess up our connection at all no <laughs> yeah not at all uh, I was waiting for well, you to, to add me on. I, I, I've been waiting since the start. I've just been sending you messages. Oh, I didn't even realize. Uh, but that was good because we got, I feel like the two, you can't even debate out of the way, right? The better yeah. running back is on the 49ers, better quarterbacks on the Chiefs. Well, you said the, now, the, the one thing that I can debate with you on all of that was you said that Mahomes is going to be the greatest of all time. Ah, fuck off. It's Brady. <laughs> I, I heard mean, that. He's on pace. He's on pace. If yeah. he I saw this uh this this statistical thing where if he wins this Super Bowl, he's on pace to pass Brady. If he doesn't win this Super Bowl, he's on pace to tie him. So this also brings in like a legacy debate where uh also I don't know if you saw this. We're going to be uh, – I'm going to be throwing a bunch of bets at you to make our Super Bowl parlay card. But Let's do it. as of this this whole week, the 49ers – or I guess for two weeks, the 49ers have been one-and-a-half-point favorites. At the moment, they are two-point favorites. And then also the uh, – you know how ESPN at the bottom of their screen does the uh, chance to win, you know, percentage to win – uh, 49ers are all the way up to 60%. Has something happened in the past two weeks where now all of a sudden the 49ers are I think it's where I think it's everything? just where all the money's coming in at. That's it. That every, I think all the money's so coming ma- in on the 49ers? No, all the money's coming in, I think, on the Chiefs to whichever way. I From what I heard um, the people on the radio talk about is all the bets are coming in like for the chiefs and like, so that's messing with the line where now the Niners are going to win. I don't know. Okay. Uh, I don't well, know there how, is also I'll be honest. That. I'm not really big on, on betting. So I'm not really sure how all that works. Uh, I know you are, uh, you're bad at it, but I know you know how to do all the betting. I'm. If somebody says they're good at betting, I don't believe them. Because the people who are good at betting do not brag about being good at betting. The people who say they're good at betting means they won really big one time and have lost probably five times that trying to. Hey, that's like you, though. That's perfect. Yeah, but see, I've never had big losses. I've always, I had one big win in my life, and then I'm very like $20 here or there. And then I had one big win, and I was like, that's my one time. I'm good. I'm not trying to chase the dragon casino, Uh, but uh, let's move on position by position casino. So it's split right now. Let me do this. Uh, It's split one, one chiefs and Niners. So now we go to the wide receivers again. I don't even think it's close. It's 49ers all day, right? Like, I mean, what was split one, one Wait, I'm confused. What are you talking about? With the the Chiefs have the best quarterback, 49ers have the best running back. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, so then we go to wide receivers, <laughs> and it's got to be, I mean, I don't even think it's a question, right? It's got to be just strictly wide receivers, not tight ends. Strictly wide receivers is 49ers, yes. right? Because I can't name a second option for wide receiver for the Chiefs. Right. Yeah. They have Rashid Rice. Obviously, Kelsey's their number one. Rice is their number two. Who would even be their number two wide receiver? I have no idea. I don't I have no idea. I'm look I have their stats pulled up in front of me. Uh and do you want to guess? I'm gonna name you three players. Pick which one was the second re- leading receiver on this team. Obviously. The first one was Kelsey. The second one was uh, Rashid uh, Rice. The third one is either between Valdez Scantling, Watson, uh, or Mikol Hardman. I'm going to go Scantling. No, see, it was Watson. So I would have never, I would have never guessed that. But <laughs> uh, yeah, this is, I think, the biggest mismatch we're going to see in this game is obviously the 49ers have Ayuk and Samuel and they have 
Jennings, who I only know who he is because he was talking shit about the Eagles as if he's not like the fourth option on this 49ers team, which is, again, weird. And which one of the things that makes uh, the 49ers extremely unlikable. But uh, next up, Casino. So that one goes 49ers. Next up, it's tight end, which if we were just going by regular season numbers, I mean, Kelsey, I feel like this year finally started to come back to earth as, you know, he still had 93 receptions, 984 yards and five touchdowns. But we talked about it during the season. There were multiple games where he just completely disappeared. Like it was like we looked at his stat line after the game and it was like, two receptions for 30 yards like, right do you think do you think that's just more noticeable because they didn't have other options so they had to keep going to him and going to him and going to him and he was just burnt out uh, i'm we've also talked about it's not mahomes best year either um so yeah I, yes well, I, those numbers you know he he is down in production this year in the regular season but i i still don't i still think he's pretty all right um, I think a lot had to do with he was really the only option for them, and that's it. So he had ebbs and flows in his in his season. <clears throat> I am still going to go yeah. Kelsey. Well, also the crazy over thing, Kittle. Yeah, I'm still going to go Kelsey as well. Even though if you look at Kittle's regular season numbers, they're better than Kelsey's. He had 90 or he had 65 receptions. Obviously, we just talked about how. Kelsey had over 90, but he had more yards and one less touchdown with almost 30 less receptions. Right. And obviously but you're also having targets aren't even but, close. But, but teams have to worry about more players. They have to worry about Debo McCaffrey coming out of the backfield. You know, they're, they're having to keep their eyes. They, they have to keep their eyes a little bit more wide open and spread the double pressure around. And with Kelsey, it's double him, double him, double him, double him. So yeah, you know Kittle's gonna have a little bit more availability with with that. Did you so speaking of those two? Did you did you like what I sent to you? The oh Talladega yeah. the uh, uh, Talladega Nights. <laughs> yeah, that was, cool. uh, that was funny. So for those, um, if I you wish guys we ever could seen, sh- share memes. Yeah, yeah. If you guys were ever like on if the you, podcast, if you've ever seen the the movie Talladega Nights um, with John C. Riley and Will Ferrell. There's a part where Will Ferrell gets cut from the team and John C. Riley, like Will Ferrell comes home and now like he's with Will Ferrell's wife. And so it showed like little pictures of like the wife being Taylor Swift and um, Will Ferrell being Kelsey once he loses the Super Bowl and George Kittle is now taking his wife. Oh, it was it was phenomenal. <laughs> it, it, whoever came up with that, that was that was that was a good one. That was a good one. I that made me laugh. Many, and you know many, what? Many not out of the realm of possibility. I mean, no. we don't know. That's no. not. Uh, yeah. I'm not going to say. Sorry, that Kelsey, you're happen. no longer the superstar. I'm going to go with uh, the golden-haired locks of George Kittle. <laughs> uh, but um, oh, and so we speaking, also uh, now that now that I'm here, I, you know, I'm going to tangent stuff. Did you see the video with Kittle saying uh, at halftime? He's like, you know, I can't wait to say, you know, told you so when we came back or whatever it was. And like at halftime against the Lions, and they, that's pretty good. That's a pretty good call out. Um, that yeah. the last time I heard the last time I heard that one, and like it was that significant where they were down big was Julian Edelman when he told Tom Brady it's going to be a hell of a story when like when we come back and win this Super Bowl. And yeah, pretty great. So I mean, if I, like I was that. a football player and I was ever down, I would always just say that to the camera after every single game. So then no matter what, if we right. come back, it's like, oh, he called it. And if he don't so call he back, wasn't just saying that to the camera. What I appreciated, though, like as a leader, he went over and he was telling Purdy that. Like he was telling Purdy, like, yeah, hey, keep your head up. Like we're going to we're gonna come back, you know. We'll get to tell him that this I told you so. This comeback's going to be pretty, pretty, pretty good. That's what Fuck he was off. saying. That was an exact, you're, you're a loser. An exact quote. My son just covered his face because of that. Oh, no. Oh, no. Shout I'm out to it. Larry David and uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm be back on the air. Uh, yes. I'm going to miss it when it's gone. I fucking love that show. Uh, it's fantastic. Next, 
next uh, position battle casino, <laughs> offensive line. And this one, I really think outside of Trent Williams on the 49ers, I think this is a chief sweep like across the board. I don't That's think fair. the 49ers offense I think the best, yeah, best offensive lineman in the game, though, in my opinion, is Trent Williams in the Super Bowl. But overall, yeah, yeah, I would take the Chiefs on that. But see, so Trent Williams, uh, I think he's the best offensive lineman of the two groups, like obviously. But then when you put the entirety of the Chiefs line against the 49ers line, I don't think they have another player on the 49ers line that's better than anybody on the Chiefs line. I just think, uh, especially when you look at, let's just switch right over because we both agreed it's Chiefs. When you switch over to the defensive line, uh, I think the 49ers have a better defensive line, but I think the Chiefs defensive line is going to have more success. Does that make sense? Yeah, that was going to be my next question then, you know, like, do you think that that's going to end up in a stalemate uh, on both sides or one one will punch through? No, I think when you look at the Chiefs defensive line with Chris Jones, they have George Karloftis and they're just able and their ability to get penetration. Sounds like me in college. Get penetration mm-hmm. and then also <laughs> just pressure the quarterback. Uh, we've seen Purdy get flustered when he's kind of knocked out of rhythm. So if that 49ers, and especially because Chris Jones, obviously the best defensive player for the chiefs is not going to be going up against Trent Williams, right? He's got, so he's going to have time to get pressure on Purdy, get him out of his rhythm. And then we know with the 49ers, they're susceptible to, if you knock them out of their rhythm, their kind of offensive identity falls apart because it's all about timing, right? So I don't know. And then the Chiefs, I mean, Mahomes is never touched, right? And because never, he's a good never. scrambler, he's uh, he's able to get out of the pocket. And then there is a stat out there when Mahomes That 90% loses of that time games, when he does get on runs is because there's a hold that's not called? Oh. <laughs> yeah, there's uh-huh. also that. Yeah, he's not going to get his line's not going to get called for holds, but also there's Matt this Patrick crazy Mahomes, stat out there. Yard run, two holds. <laughs> what a Where play. If you sack Patrick Mahomes three times or more, you win the game like 80% of the time. So you just have to sack him three times. The issue is he's rarely ever sacked. So getting him three times is going to be uh, a challenge. So when it comes to defensive line, we talked about the Chiefs. On the 49ers side, you got Bosa, you got uh, Kinlaw, you got Armstead, you got Hargrave, and then you got Chase Young, who they traded for, which I don't know if we talked about it in that Lions 49ers game. Did you see that play where Chase Young could have tackled the Lions running back uh like going into the end zone and instead just like stops running and basically just it like, he literally could have tackled him, but he just stops running and just let the guy re- run right past him. And he's he was kind of just like, there's I mean, a, well, that's reports out. There's reports out there that he's him. pretty lazy. <laughs> yeah. It's, but it was also one of those things where it was like, this is a crucial part of the game. And if you guys keep him out of the end zone, like that was when the blowout was on route right so it just felt like i don't know that was left a sour taste in my mouth but all that being said casino are we still like you in (laughs) exactly sour taste in my mouth uh penetration are we still picking the uh 49ers for defensive line sure i agree with you just like in college uh next up we're going we're going linebackers and on the chiefs it's nick bolton it's willie gay jr uh which was casino's nickname in college (laughs) (laughs) i was waiting for it but (laughs) uh but then Uh, but then on the 49ers side we have dre greenlaw fred warner i mean I would, if as an Eagles fan, I would love 
either combination of any linebacker on either of these teams because for some reason the Eagles organization just doesn't believe in having linebackers just on your roster, not even on the field, just in the game. I don't know. But uh, I think we have to go 49ers, even though I love Fred Warner. I love Dre Greenlaw, but I feel like when you talk about the 49ers defense this year, I feel like those guys have been less impactful than they have in the past this season. That's fair. That's a fair assessment. Uh, and that, even that being said, they have Warner had 132 uh, tackles this year. Greenlaw had 120, but both of them less than three sacks less than 10 tackles for losses. So again, they're playing cleanup in the middle of the field and tackling, but I feel like in years past, they were disruptive in the past game. They were tackling for loss. They had sacks, they had fumble recoveries. And this year it's kind of just all tackles. I mean, Warner has four forced fumbles, but none recovered. So I don't know. Again, just... Like college, as we talked about, sour taste in my mouth. I don't know. But I'm still picking them. Uh, disagree with that, Casino? Nope. Or, all right. Casino's got a baby. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, it's a thing. He's here. Hi. Only way right, I can do last... this show is because my daughter and, and him, their sleep schedules are way off right now. So, And I can't do it with her. We've all found that out. She's all yelling up in my ear and wanting to take the headphones. <laughs> doesn't work that way. Yeah, my son just tried to interrupt us, and I just pushed him away, and he ran. Uh, but other of the year. year. Uh, uh, but, <laughs> uh, but next up, last two position battles, Casino. Uh, we have defensive back uh, for the Kansas City Chiefs. They have two of the PFF best rated corners in the league and Legereus Sneed and Trent McDuffie. Uh, then on the 49ers side, they have Traverius Ward and that's pretty much it. <laughs> so I well, don't. Are both of these teams in the top five scoring defenses in the league? Yes. So again, when you break it down position by position, I feel like it goes back and forth, but as units, Obviously, uh, the Chiefs, as we just talked about earlier, the Chiefs are the second best defense in the league. The 49ers are the eighth best defense. So it's not like either of these defenses are bad. It's just that the 49ers more so than the Chiefs have like one star player at each position. And then kind of it falls off after them where the Chiefs are much more well-rounded in terms of they have two good quarters instead of one they have two uh really good guys on the defensive line instead of well, like yeah. well, i mean we've you talked know, about this like... defense you know that this this defense is the reason they could win the super bowl you know that's what we talked about when the playoffs started it's showing yeah well and remember we also talked about when it came to the 49ers like the issues they would have is all their star players were injury prone. So if all of them could stay healthy for the season, they would be in the NFC championship game in the Super Bowl. And then this season, Kittle played all 16 games. Debo, Debo played 15 games. McCaffrey played 16 games. And again, the two games that McCaffrey and Kittle missed were the last game of the season where they just sat out. It wasn't from right. injury. And then obviously Purdy, he got banged up in a couple games, but same thing where he played uh, all 16 games that they didn't sit out. So then when you look at the 49ers uh, defense, they have uh, Ward, they have Lenore, and then they also have Hafunga as a safety and then Brown back there as well. But I think you just have to pick the Chiefs just strictly based on they're two all-pro uh, cornerbacks, right? And then they also have, like, McDuffie. Yeah, and just... definitely against uh, – uh, I mean, yes, it's his second year, you know, as a starter, but, mm, you know, big moment. Big moment for him. I believe in him. I believe in Purdy, but that's a big moment where you have you have two snipers out in the backfield 
or uh, uh, out in the secondary waiting waiting for you. Yeah, the only the only thing you can say against the Chiefs defense is they don't really take the ball away. Like if you look at them on the season, they only have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. They have only eight interceptions on the entire season. That's not just cornerbacks. That's their entire defense. So I don't have the stats pulled up in front of me, but that seems insanely low. Like that seems bottom of the rung uh, in terms of like turn. Now, obviously if you're the chiefs, you're always going to be high in turnover differential because Mahomes doesn't turn over the ball, turn it over. but still yeah. that seems, yeah, ridiculously low for especially a, the second best ranked defense in the league. Uh, so we're both going chiefs on that one casino. And then it comes down to it's tied four four with position by position. It comes down to which kicker do you trust more? You have the rookie on the chief side. Or no, I'm sorry, the rookie on the 49ers side who has not missed, uh, I think he, oh, let me pull it up right now. Yeah, he's been spectacular. He's made 21 of 25, 84% uh, completion percentage on the season. His long was 57. He's only missed one extra point all season, which is, uh, pretty good because obviously they made those harder the past couple of years. Uh, he's two for three from 50 yards. And then on the other side, you have Harrison Butker, uh, casino's nickname in college. And he is Willie Gay Butker. Uh, but he is uh, 38 out of 30 point on extra or an extra 38 out of 38 on extra points. Uh, 33 out of 35 on field goal attempts. So you have two kickers that I mean are almost. Well, as I'm going Bucker all day because what's what's Bucker's range and how many has he hit over 50? Because you're saying Moody's only two for three. You know, I want to know what. Yeah. Uh, I I, I mean is... it doesn't matter for me. I was going to pick Buckner anyway. Uh, for me, Buckner I think has the much. He, he's going to be much calmer under pressure. Um, and to my knowledge, he does kick over 50 fairly often, very, fairly comfortably. So, so, and he hasn't missed an extra point. Like, yeah, I, th- I think anything within the, within 40 is like pretty much automatic for him. Um, and then once you get into the fifties, you know, I still think his percentage is pretty good. Uh, I mean, you're looking it up. We can figure that out. Uh, but while you do that yeah. and you move on to the next thing, this guy has been up for about two hours. It's time for him to go lay down. So you continue this. Yeah. So I am uh, looking it up right here. I had this pulled up, but of course, I don't know what happened. But yeah, so I agree with Casino where I think we have seen throughout the season and seasons before this that uh butker is as automatic as anybody in the league so you know what i don't even care uh i'm not looking up but butker i do think also has been in this moment before he's made big playoff uh kicks not saying that moody hasn't but just butker has been on the biggest stage you know game on the line all the lights and that stuff gets to you as we've seen with Bills kickers and Vikings kickers and all that kind of stuff. So with a final score of five to four, much closer than I thought it would be actually, but five to four going position by position, uh, it looks like the Chiefs have the edge over the 49ers, five to four. Obviously, I think the the lead, if we're going to just talk about coaching, I think you would also, and I don't think Casino would disagree with me, you also have to give it to Andy Reid, right? We've seen him in Super Bowls. He lost the one time by three points against the Patriots dynasty, and then he lost against Tom Brady again. So he's 0-2 against Tom Brady, 2-0 against everybody else. He might be 3-0 against everybody else. So 
if your only losses in the Super Bowl are against the best player we've ever seen in the Super Bowl, I don't think that can be a negative against you, right? So I think if we want to throw coaching in there as well, it'll make the lead more. Uh, it'll be six for Chiefs. Uh, and then obviously you can get to like special teams and return men and all that kind of stuff if you want to get that deep into it. All right, Casino. Now that we have broken it down by position by position, it is time to make our official picks for the Super Bowl. And just to recap, uh, you guessed three right in the wild card round. I guessed two. I guessed all of them right in both the divisional and championship round. You went two and two and then zero oh and two. So the postseason records are you are five and seven. I'm eight and four. So I don't know why my picking games ability only happens in the postseason, but because you're in on it. You're in on the I'm rigging. Here for it. <laughs> yeah. You're in on the script. I am a script writer. <laughs> yeah. I wrote this script and they rejected what I had because I just had, how about the Eagles just go to the Super Bowl and blow everybody out by nine touchdowns each game. And for some reason they said no. Uh, But uh, what we're going to do casino is we're going to, you're going to be able to get three points in the Super Bowl by, by correctly predicting who wins and then the score of the game. So who's ever closer with the 49ers final score and the Chiefs final score, you get a point. This is the only way I, we can make it fair where we okay. have shots or you have a shot, Casino. So let's start with you first. Who do you think is winning this Super Bowl, the 49ers or the Chiefs? Kansas City Chiefs. Well, we will, there will be no difference here because I am also picking the Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> so uh, what do you think they win by? What is their final score? I think it's going to be 21-17. 21-17. Uh, close to what their first matchup was. That one ended 31-21, right? I believe so. That's not close uh, at all. <laughs> I mean, one of the numbers is 21 to 17. I think I am leaning towards. I think it's going to be a low. I think it's going to be a low scoring game. I do too. And I think I'm going to be similar to you, but I'm actually picking less scoring. I'm going to say it's a 17 to 10 game. The Chiefs win. I just think. I just think when you look at what this Chiefs team did to the Ravens, where they just held them to Dude, that's a nothing. To, that's a slap to Christian McCaffrey. Just that, I, that. I'm, I would say he is the one who gets the touchdown. So I don't think well, it's a, obviously. Uh, <laughs> but then again, we just talked about it. I think this game ends up because everybody's going into it expecting like shootout, fireworks show, all this kind of stuff. I think it's going to be a very slow plotting game where like nobody is and really I have talked about it going and that's what I've talked yeah. about is both of these teams they just they're not making mistakes they're they're they are playing smart football and that's they weren't the two best team. obviously they're in the Super Bowl but I in my mind they weren't the two best teams in the playoffs uh this year I I mean yes they made the Super Bowl they did but they did what they had to do and they were smart when it came to playing football. So they were just the best, the two best all arounds on each side, and they played smart football. And I think they're going to continue to play smart football in the Super Bowl. And they're, they're, it's going to be a really big chess match. Yeah. It, this one oddly reminds me of that Rams Patriots Super Bowl, right? Where it was like, uh. Rams were going into that yeah. game as the best offense in the league and everybody was expecting fireworks with obviously the Patriots because of what we'd seen the year previously where they played the Eagles and it was like both teams almost scored 50. And then that game was just boring, low, low scoring, like, like you said, a chess match, little things here and there. And I feel like this game has that written all over it, but both of us are picking a low scoring game. You have the total of the game being 38. I have it being 27. The over-under on this game right now is 47 and a half. 
I feel like it, there's no chance it goes even close to over. Unless, yeah. again, it's like that Eagles Patriots Super Bowl where all of a sudden both teams score damn near. Well, I'm down points. three, so no matter what, I'm going to lose. So congratulations. But you can still tie. No, no you can't. You can't. Uh, but, congratulations. Uh, uh, we got about 10, 15 minutes here, Casino. I'm just going to throw out random shit you can bet on during this Super Bowl, and you tell me your pick and whatever rationale. you Imagine you are betting on this for your life, okay? So whatever logic you need to dictate to save your own life, this is <laughs> what uh, will save your life, okay? So we are, who wins? What is the coin toss, heads or tails? Tails. No, okay. no, nope, 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 nope. Heads. I'm going heads. Sorry, heads. 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 Okay. Heads. Just yep. to be contrarian, I will go tails. Uh, I'm going. I'm going heads. Team? Thank, thank you, Matthew Slater. You, you, you picked heads in the Super Bowl. It's heads. It's heads. It's always heads. Uh, team to win the coin toss: Chiefs or 49ers? Well, uh, I mean, Chiefs. Okay. You know what? I'm just going to go 49ers. Everything you pick uh, that there's no real logic to, I'm just going to pick opposite. <laughs> but now this one, this one, there could be logic to it. So I want you to think logically about it. Color of first Gatorade poured on head coach. This is a big fruit, one. This is a big punch. one. Fruit punch. The favorite, the favorite going into this game is purple. Strictly because that's the Super Bowl color is purple this year. Fruit punch. Next up would be red, red third option, punch. yellow and green. Orange, My life blue, is on the line. Clear. I said red fruit punch. Write it down. Red fruit punch. I think it's it's too obvious to be purple. I'm gonna go. You know what? Sometimes it's just obvious. I'm going purple. You're going red. I'm going purple. Uh we already did uh oh will this game be a scoregami game right so scoregami is where it's just a, a score we've never seen before we both said no because our scores are pretty pretty regular yeah so there's no, no safeties happening uh okay this one i know how you love math casino but we need you need to get out your little math uh abacus and just start moving those little tiles back and forth combined touchdown score jersey numbers so everyone who scores a touchdown in the super bowl all their numbers combined okay over 121 or under 121 well you're doing Um, that math i'm going under under because if you think about it, McCaffrey's what? He's like 25, McCaffrey, I Kelsey, think is his number. McCaffrey, Kelsey, Mahomes. That would be... Pachenko. See, if, Pache- if Pacheco was in there, that would be over. So, but if it's that three combination you just did, what? Mahomes? 15. Now I am getting out a calculator. So 15 plus 87 plus McCaffrey's oh, yeah. 25. It'd be 32. 127. So that number would be 121. Yeah, I'm going hmm. oh, going over. Going over. Actually, yeah, now that we're doing the math. Stop. That means Stop that would me. that means that only two touchdowns would need to be scored. But again, if it's all running backs, then it's like less than 50. Right? So no, you know what? You're going over. I'll still go under. Because I think we both agree it's going to be a low scoring game. So who knows? Uh Let's let's go on to oops the Super Bowl specials. Does this game? Does either team kick a game-winning walk-off field goal at the end of normal time? So not that just means not in OT. No, a field goal to win the game at the end. No, you go no. I also go no. I don't think it'll be that that close, and I don't see it being a three-point game. Uh, length of longest drive. Over 77.5 yards or under 77.5 yards? Under. Under. These defenses aren't going to let that play go. 
No, I don't think either of these teams, I don't think either of the defenses will allow that long of a drive to happen for either offense, right? Uh, this one, just simple pick them. Most time of possession. Mm. Okay, uh, I'm going to go with San Fran. I agree. I feel like if Kansas City wins, it's going to be by quick shots, right? Not like just doing sustained drives up and down. Uh, mm. Okay, this is good. This is very good. What will be higher, the length of the longest field goal made or the total points in game? So we'll... Like if it's obviously if people are just hitting 55 yard field goals back and forth, that is way more than total points of the game. I'm going the field total goal. point would be or no, I'm sorry. What? I'm going field goal. I think I am as well, because, again, if somebody hits one 50 yard field goal, that means combined both these teams have to pick hit 50 points. I don't think that's happening. Uh Will there be more passing touchdowns or field goals made? Passing touchdowns. Passing touchdowns. I think I would go field goal on that one. I'm going to go, go field goal. I'm going field uh, goal. Don't let me sway you. That's true. Uh, some of these are, I mean, these ones are fuck, like, obvi- I, I don't think any of us think this is going to happen. Uh, Super Bowl records, either Purdy or Mahomes pass for seven touchdowns. No. <laughs> uh, this one, maybe. Does any player have over 205 rushing yards? No. I don't, I don't think so either. Uh, last one, does any player score four or more touchdowns? No. No. Uh, let's end with a bang casino. We're going to end uh, with – I'm using just DraftKings to look this up. We're going to end with uh, a category they've said that's for the Swifties, okay, which I know you're a big Swifty. So let's end on a high note casino. Well, I, I, I've, I've, I, I will make one up for you if it's not already in. I got one for you. Okay. Uh, you know what? Do yours. What's no, yours? no. I want to hear him. I want to see if oh, it's okay. it. I don't know what this has to do with Taylor Swift, but also I'm not a Swifty, so apparently this has some significance. Any quarter to have 22 points scored? No. I don't think so either. What's the significance of 22 with Taylor Swift? I don't know. Ask your wife. I don't, I don't fucking listen to Taylor Swift. Your wife does. Uh, Travis Kelsey to score an octopus. What? I think an octopus means a touchdown and a two-point conversion, right? Because it's eight. I think that's what DraftKings – Again, yeah, no. we live in Nevada, so we can't use no. DraftKings. So I think yeah, that means no. eight. No, uh, no because I don't think there's a two-point one, conversion. Of all the Swifty ones, these next two I could see happening. These ones – the other ones were dumb, but these last two I could see. Kansas City Chiefs to win by exactly 11 points. I could see that because I could see a twenty-one ten. I could see a twenty-one ten. What did I say? What I said twenty-one seventeen. Yeah. Yeah. So so I could I could see I could see twenty-one ten, and and again so that that means there's the one field goal by San Fran, um, that I think is going to be over fifty. There we go. That's Hmm. how. That one might be spicy. That one's also three thousand or plus three thousand. So you're getting some value there. Uh, Last one. Now, again, if he does this, of course they're going to win. But the question is, will he do this? Brock Purdy, over 300 passing yards, three touchdowns or more, and 49ers win. No. I don't see that either, but that 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 one's only plus 1,000. So that one is not as juicy as the win by 11 one. But I, mean, I hope also, I lose I like all of these harder. because I want Purdy – to win, I don't want the Chiefs to win. Yeah. I don't want the I don't I don't know who I want. I think I want the Chiefs to win more than I want the 49ers, but I more just want 
the 49ers to lose, not necessarily the Chiefs to win, right? But what's your final uh, – oh, I'm sorry, final question. This can be anybody on either team. Who is the Super Bowl MVP? Patrick Mahomes. You don't think it, they would give it to Kelsey? No, quarterback. I'm going Kelsey. I just think it would be a perfect middle finger to everyone this football season if yeah. he wins Super Bowl MVP. All right. So, I mean, so this is kind of a perfect segu because uh, my, my bet uh, has Kelsey in it. Chiefs win the Super Bowl. Do you think uh, Travis Kelsey proposes to Taylor Swift on field with confetti coming down? Ooh. Especially if he wins MVP. He's up what there. He's, a, he's he's getting the MVP trophy. He's getting the MVP trophy. There's confetti coming all down. Fans are cheering. Taylor Swift gets up there. The crowd's rocking. He gets down on one knee. He opens up a special compartment that he already had inside of the MVP trophy and pops that out. The Lombardi trophy opens up and turns into like it's like that Harry Potter thing. The egg opens up and there's a <laughs> ring just in the middle. And, you know, and then the NFL can say, no, we we didn't know that the Chiefs were going to win. You know, we didn't have a very special Lombardi trophy that opens up with the Taylor Swift wedding engagement ring. I mean, you know what? You just painted a beautiful picture. I'm going <laughs> to say he wins MVP and that happens. I'm going yes. I'm going Yes. <laughs> Your thoughts, Casino. Your own question. You saying yes or no? I'm going to say no because I want... I, I'm going to say no, but it would be really funny if he did and she said no. Oh, that would be... Oh, that would be bad. But, like, it breaks out in a concert, like, where it's just a whole concert, like, right after the Super Bowl, <laughs> and he asks, and it's the song's called No. <laughs> That and is, she says that it's about and she says question. it's about some and she says it's about something else and not not the super sorry. This is not this is not on the uh on the betting thing. This is just uh, you threw out a question. I'm gonna throw out a question. Over or under, okay, over or under eight and a half times they show Taylor Swift over. during the entire game. Over. Over. I mean, it'll be like five seconds, but they'll do it. They'll show it more than – so you're saying nine times. I'm going to say under because I think the number's eight. That's why it locked in my head. I think it's eight times. You think about it, that's two per quarter. Yeah, I'm going eight times. Eight times. During game. During game. During during game, yes. Uh, all right, Casino. Anything else, any thoughts, anything else to add on this uh, Super Bowl, on this Super Bowl extravaganza? Mm, no, but I uh, do have a little touch on. I, I mean, you know, I touched on a little bit of the NHL. The Knights did stop the historic run of the Oilers where they could have tied and then ended up winning um, and then, you know, succeeding. So that was awesome. They do not yeah. have that streak. Everybody so that made me really, really happy. When I was at work, everybody was super excited to watch that game, and then it was on fucking ESPN Plus, and everybody was mad. I hate ESPN oh, yeah. Plus. God damn you! Damn you! That's ESPN fine. Plus. I mean, I did. Ugh. I I did uh, watch it. Um, I I made sure that I pulled up the ESPN Plus, and my work made sure that they pulled up the ESPN Plus as well. Um, let's see where the Oilers do they play tonight? I think. Yeah, so the Oilers play the Ducks tonight at seven. So if they win tonight, they could have they would have won the record if they beat the Knights. Damn, that's that is. Crazy. I mean, the only reason I'm bringing it up, and I know I'm a Knights fan, but it, it's that was a historic stop because the Oilers, like I said, Anaheim, not the best team this year. They're only eighteen thirty and two. That Edmonton should walk over Anaheim, like walk over them. So the night stopping them from reaching history. So, and last year, as you know, I, I talked about it, that the Knights um, Oilers series, whoever won that was going to win the Stanley cup. And I still yeah. stay true to that today. So man, the Oilers are n- not happy with the <laughs> Knights stopping them from getting a Stanley cup. Cause I, I could put all my, I would have put all my money on 
the Knights or the Oilers. I don't bet, but I would have to win the Stanley Cup last year, and the Knights did. And then stopping them from, you know, having setting a massive, massive win streak record, best in the NHL. That made me feel really, really happy. So that did happen. Um, I do think that was significant to bring up because um, it stops history, which was was rolling. Yeah. Uh, and next, I mean, a week from today, there's going to be no football. So we will officially start talking about. Well, no, next both. week. Yes. But next week, we do have a very, very important segment that we got to get to, sir. That's true. It is the return of the Willies. And whoa, whoa. I just realized. Whoa. Not uh, just the Willies. What else is it? It's Willies in the casino's ball sack. Or oh, ballroom, no, the or whatever it is. Boom. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Also just realized this entire Sorry, time my microphone has ball been sack. off. I don't know. That's my microphone yes. has been off, so if the audio is messed up, that's why. I literally just realized that as we're about to end the show. So that's great. Uh, but uh, this has been the only sports podcast, Super Bowl extravaganza. Uh Casino on a scale from one to ten. How excited for are you about this Super Bowl? Um, I'm going to go three, and that is the same number as what how I thought this show went today. Interesting, because I was going to say four. Same reason. So <laughs> this has been the only sports podcast. I'm Will. That's Casino over there. Uh, we'll see you next week to talk all things Super Bowl, and then we'll start. Uh, doing the preparations for the willies live from the casino ballroom. So it's going to be great. Uh, we also, I wanted to talk about the NFL honors, but we didn't have time. Uh, apparently though, casino uh, coming back from the dead, less impressive than coming back from playing on the jets. What a, just what an indictment on the jets organization. Joe Flacco won comeback player of the year over DeMar Hamlin. So being on the Jets is worse than being dead. This has been the podcast. We'll see you next week. <laughs>